Are home sales up in Atlanta? Are they down? What's happening to the number of buyers out physically touring homes? Should you worry about being up against a strong negotiator? And can you be shut down by a bad FHA appraisal? Welcome to Your Move Atlanta, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without the worry, typically accompanying one of life's biggest investments. If you want to talk to us, if you want to communicate with us, it's real easy. Just go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com. If you have questions, comments, if you want to push back on something we say, if you want to share ideas or just visit with us today, go to yourmoveatlanta.com. You can also sign up for our podcasts by going to yourmoveatlanta.com. You can also ask questions. Request neighborhood spotlight segments. Register for contests when we have them. All of this you can do on yourmoveatlanta.com. So my question is, what happened in Metro Atlanta real estate over the last seven days? Well, the answer is there were 2,102 new listings, 1,700 and, excuse me, 1,625 price decreases, 1,835 homes that went under contract, and 1,773 properties that closed. Well, my question for you is how did that compare to the prior week? Well, let's just take a look. What we just talked about was the last seven days. 1,625 homes had a price decrease. The week before, 1,480 homes had a price decrease. There were 2,102 new listings last week. The prior week, 1,957 homes were listed. 1,832 homes went under contract in the prior week, excuse me, in this last seven days. 1,727 homes went under contract the prior week. 1,773 homes closed last week compared to 1,280 homes closing the week before. So there were more homes that had a price decrease, which should mean, if you're out there listening, there's more opportunity for you as a buyer. We had more homes listed, about 150 homes more listed, which means there should be more opportunity out there for you. If you're looking to buy homes, you should have more choices. 1,832 homes went under contract compared to 1,727 homes going under contract the prior week, which means there's more market activity. And we had almost 500 more closings in the metro Atlanta market. 500 more closings in the metro Atlanta market last seven days compared to the seven days the week before. So the market is absolutely positively moving in the right direction, and we are so very excited about that. Uh, we know that if you are out there listening, you might have decided that the real estate market was not going to cooperate. Uh, certainly the coronavirus shut things down. COVID-19 scared people to death. But the reality is the market in Metro Atlanta stayed very strong, stayed relatively strong. In the month of April, we had about 77% of the closings we had in April of last year. My expectation, even though the May numbers have not come out yet, they will come out sometime within the next week, and we will bring them to you here on the radio show, Your Move Atlanta. 
but I'm guessing that real estate sales will be down in the month of May, probably 30% over the prior year, which is amazing considering most of the economy was just shut down. But there is tons and tons of activity. So if you're out there and you're thinking you want to move forward selling or buying a home, it might not be too late to do that. And you might be able to get a very good price because when you have a lot of market activity, a lot of listings coming on the market, a lot of listings with price changes, a lot of listings going under contract, and a lot of listings closing, that bodes well for anybody who is looking to sell a home or buy a home in Metro Atlanta over the next couple of months. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta. I'm Cleve Gaddis. If you want to visit with us, just go to yourmoveatlanta.com. Basically, we're asking next, what's happening with the most, with the number of closing, excuse me, what's happening with the number of buyers who are out there physically looking at properties in the metro Atlanta market? Well, you're not going to believe this, but we've got some information from Showing Time. Now, Showing Time is the software that most real estate agents use in metro Atlanta to schedule showings for their listings. It's really cool because it allows a buyer allows a buyer's agent to go on an app on their phone or go through the listing service and schedule an appointment to see a home, to go on a home tour. And it allows the seller or the listing agent to approve the showing, and it allows everybody to communicate with one another using their app. So if you're thinking about listing your home and you wonder how that showing process works, if you have an agent who uses showing time, it's all automated. You use an app from your phone to make it all work. Here's what's interesting. And these numbers all, this we're going to talk about the number of showings, the number of buyers who were out physically showing homes. Now, this is driven by, and I've totally left out this question, but we had a listener question from Abby and John in Chambly, and they say, will the market remain strong for the next few months? We're looking to sell before school starts. And I want to answer her, the, Abby and John's question by giving a review of what's happened physical with physical showings out there in the market if we consider january of this year and january of 2019 let's just call them zero we'll call that the zero rate showings in march of 2019 were up let's just call it 35 percent compared to january the first of the same year showings in 2020 were up let's just call it 32 percent versus January the 1st of this year. By April the 7th, showings this year had dropped 44% over January of this year. Showings last year were up 40% on April the 7th compared to where they were at January of this year. So there was a huge drop in showings starting on March the 12th or 13th and running all the way through April the 7th or 8th. But ever since April the 7th or 8th in Metro Atlanta, showings have been improving, and you're not going to believe this, Atlanta, but over the last, ever since May the, let's just call it May the 15th, showings in 2020 have been every bit as strong as showings in 2019. So if you are like Abby and John and you are worried, you are nervous that you're not going to be able to get enough showing traffic in order to sell your home, I think you can be confident that there is enough buyer demand out there because it's all proven in the showing time data. Now, what does the number of showings mean? So if you're out there listening, you might think, well, what does the number of showings have to do with strength in the market? I think 
the number of showings, for those of you who are nervous that we don't have enough showing activity out there, the number of showings is a good indication of the level of buyer interest. Because normally, and especially during a time when we have COVID-19 scare, you don't have buyers out there running around just willy-nilly looking at home. So most of the buyers who are out there looking are serious, which means if you have more buyers out there seeing properties, uh, viewing properties, the odds are you probably are going to have more contracts that follow. And, and let's just talk about the number of showings required. If you had a property that was listed somewhere in the, the under $350,000 price range, is priced correctly, it's in really good showing condition, the odds are you'll probably only have to have six to eight showings. So if we have every bit as many showings in the market right now this year as we had last year, then the odds are all those properties that are priced in that mid-range that are really looking good, you won't have to be inconvenienced very long as a seller because you'll probably only have to have six to eight showings. Now, let's take a look at the listings that are over, say, $450,000 in the metro Atlanta market. In a lot of cases, those listings will have to have somewhere around 12 to 14 showings before you find the ideal buyer. And in that case, your goal is to get the largest number of showings you can as quickly as you possibly can. If you need to sell your home, but you're worried about worried that the coronavirus crisis will force you to sell your home for less and that it will take forever and you might miss your deadlines, like getting into a new home before the next school year, think again. We can show you how to get the most out of the market and make your timing work out perfectly for you even during a pandemic. Plus, our MoveSafe certified team will ensure the entire process is safe for everyone. Just visit yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com, and click download the free guide to unlock your home's full value potential and make timing a non-issue. Coming up, should you lose sleep if your buyer's agent is known as a strong negotiator? Can you get stuck with a bad FHA appraisal? That and more. We'll be back. Should you lose sleep if your buyer has an agent who is known as a strong negotiator? And can you get stuck as a seller with a bad FHA appraisal? Let's discuss these topics and more right here on Your Move Atlanta. If you want to visit us, it's simple. Just go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com. We would love to interact with you. We'd love to answer questions. If you want to ask a question, if you want to comment, if you want to push back on any of the things we talked about on today's show, you want to share ideas, make sure you visit today. We've got a listener question, and this is from John and Rita in Marietta. It says, we're nervous to move forward with a buyer because the reviews of their agent sound like she's a dishonest manipulator. What should we do? Again, John and Rita of Marietta. Wow, I know that John and Rita are probably feeling like, hey, if we get tied up with this agent who is a dishonest manipulator, uh, we might be the guaranteed losers in the situation. But I think their concern might be a little bit misplaced. Let me give you an example. Uh, we had a client in, um, in Johns Creek area, uh, almost in Forsyth County, and when an offer came in on their home, they decided to do a little bit of research. So what they did is they actually went online and they went to Zillow and they looked up this agent by name and they read the reviews on this agent. And the reviews were from a buyer client who was very pleased 
with the negotiating skills of the agent. And so the testimonials went something like this. The testimonials went, hey, we loved Sarah. Let's just say her name was Sarah because Sarah got us some things repaired by the seller that we weren't even prepared to ask to have, have repaired. And she was a very strong, very tough negotiator. If you have the right representation as a seller, I wouldn't, as a seller, worry about whether or not the buyer's agent was a good negotiator or not. So let's talk about what let's talk about what gives a party the power in a negotiation. It's not manipulation. It's not really negotiating strength, although a good negotiator from a real estate agent perspective is probably worth their weight in gold. But a really good negotiator is typically motivated by one thing and one thing only, and that is they know that they have other options, meaning if you're representing a seller and you think your only option is to sell the property to a particular buyer who is using a particular agent, then you lose all of your negotiating leverage. But if you know that if you can't work it out with this particular buyer, that you have the confidence and you have the strength to put the house back on the market and find another buyer who will pay your price, who will agree to your terms, who will close on your circumstances, provided they work with theirs, then it doesn't matter if the negotiator on the other side is a good manipulator or not. Now, in this question, the word manipulator is this is is negative and because it's it is preceded by the word dishonest manipulator. And I know manipulation is always sort of used or assumed to be negative, but the reality is good negotiators are fairly good manipulators anyway. But they're not necessarily doing something that is bad for all the parties. In some cases, they're doing things that are good for all parties because the reality is, is that a buyer who wants to buy a property and a seller who wants to sell a property, you really can't beat off the parties with a stick. And so here's what I want you to realize, that if you have a strong negotiator on the other side of the transaction and you feel like you're going to be a guaranteed loser, well, the reality is you probably chose the wrong real estate agent. And you need to choose someone who has a very logical strategy to help you be a winner. Now, the definition of winner, meaning being a winner in a transaction can 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 meet all different definitions. And sometimes you need to sell it for whatever the cost, whatever the price, and you need to move on with life. Sometimes you need the best price, the best terms, the best closing date. Sometimes you need things like maybe I can stay in the home for a few days after closing. So the definition of a successful negotiation can be different for every seller. And my advice to you is if you're out there and you are a home seller and you're thinking of using an agent, you need to ask them to give you some examples of their negotiating strategy. We use what's called sure negotiating, and it is a 12-step process that we use. We follow it very religiously, and it's all designed to help us negotiate the best price for you. So, John and Rita, if you're worried about a, an agent 
taking advantage of the situation, then you need to be worried about your agent and how that agent will defend you from the process. You're listening to Your Move Atlanta. If you need to communicate with us, just go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com. You can submit questions. You can question what we're talking about. Uh, you can have your questions answered on the air. We've got another listener question. This is from Tammy in Snellville. It says, our home appraised for $55,000 less than the contract price. My goodness. And the properties used in the FHA appraisal weren't legit in any way. How do we get another appraisal? And, Tammy, I hate to tell you this, but regarding an FHA appraisal, you're not going to be able to get another one. So when a loan is going to be insured by the U.S. government, FHA, VA, USDA, or USDA, I don't know that it fits in this category, but FHA and VA do, the lender cannot choose the appraiser. The lender goes through a third party who then selects the appraisal. That was set, the appraiser, that was set up after the recession of 2008, and it seemed like a lot of lenders were unnecessarily, not unnecessarily, unduly influencing the value of properties up by choosing the appraiser and saying, if you don't get us our appraised value, we're not going to give you any more appraisals. So there's a little bit of a firewall, if you will, between the lender and the appraiser. But we had a situation not too long ago where a home appraised for significantly less than the purchase price. And in this case, Tammy, it was not a legit appraisal either. The appraiser, to give you an example, there were four homes that sold on the same property in the last year. The oldest of the four homes was the only one the appraiser used as a comparable on the appraisal. It sold for $311,000. The three more recent comparables sold for and 380000 And the appraiser said that because the homes were newer, they were not legit comparables, and so he did not use them. He instead went outside of the neighborhood, and this is a neighborhood where nothing is sold for less than $308,000 in the last year, and he went out of the neighborhood and he chose comparables that were built in 1988 because that's when this property was built, and they sold in the 270s and the 280s, respectively. So we had a big appraisal problem. So the first thing we did is we asked the lender to appeal the appraisal. The lender goes directly to the appraiser. The appraiser says, no, my comps are good. And then really from an FHA standpoint, it's over. And so you hate to say this, but if you had a, have a bad FHA appraisal, you're stuck with that appraisal because that, pro- that appraisal will stay with that property for 180 days. And the sellers, our sellers, were just heartbroken. But the reality is that we gave them a very clear plan for success to get moving forward. Put the house back on the market. Don't even wait for the original buyer to terminate. We can take a backup offer while the original buyer, who unfortunately brought a bad lender to the table, who brought a bad appraiser, um, let's don't let them hold us up. Uh, Put the house back on the market. Had new showings very, very quickly. And it'll be a property that will get back under contract very quickly, and the sellers will be able to close the property and move on. So, yes, in a way you're stuck with an FHA appraisal, but you really don't have to be stuck with that appraisal. You can move on with life. 
Buyers can get a conventional loan with as little as 3% down. FHA is 3.5% down. So uh, go from heartbroken to seeing that clear path for success by not letting them slow you down. If you need to sell your home but you're worried that the coronavirus crisis will force you to sell for less or that it'll take you forever and maybe you'll miss your deadlines, think again. We can show you how to get the most out of the market and make the timing work out perfect, perfectly for you, even in a pandemic. Plus, our Move Safe certified team will ensure the entire process is safe for you and everyone else. Visit yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com, and click Free Download Guide to unlock your home's full value potential and make timing a really non-issue. Coming up is a chipmunk on a windowsill. Good luck or bad luck when selling a home. What are hap what's happening with sales prices in Alpharetta condos and how do you avoid paying mortgage insurance? Stick with us. <laughs> 